Decoms and Sauve Blanc. I'm Sarah Kulhanek. Uh, this is the podcast where I get a little tipsy on white wine and rewatch the movies from my childhood. It's basically what Xenon predicted for the 21st century. Thank you for joining me on this little adventure. Now let's get you ahead in the game. So today is the very first episode of Decoms and Sauve Blanc, um, and it's a podcast basically by me for me because I don't really intend to publicize it or uh, share it with anyone besides probably my closest friends. And even then, I don't expect them to totally sit through it. Um, it's an excuse for me to utilize my Disney Plus, me- Plus membership and watch Disney Channel original movies from the 90s and 2000s while drinking wine. Uh, it came to fruition about a year ago, um, on a trip in January of 2020, pre-COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I was in Mexico, I was at the pool, and I was just listing off all of the decom trivia that I knew. Um, And I was like, dang, I really have like retained a lot of information that is not important or applicable to 99% of like things I'll need in my life and in the world. But it's super fun. And it will come in handy at like trivia night one day. Um, so the podcast kind of ball started rolling in motion then. Um, I didn't do anything about it besides tell myself that I was going to start a podcast. Um, then the pandemic hit and everything was turned upside down. Uh, then I left San Francisco and moved back to Michigan and then moved to Chicago where I am now. Um, And now I need a new hobby. And so I've decided that that hobby is going to be watching Disney movies and talking about them. Uh, I've already been drinking wine. So that um, fits in perfectly. So in thinking about the podcast, there were a couple things. One is I know that if I use the word Disney or Disney Channel or Disney Channel original movies, I'll probably get sued. Um, And I care so little about how serious this podcast is, that it's not worth any legal action. Um, So then I was thinking about the names, and I knew I was going to be podcasting and drinking. Um, And there's not a lot of things that rhyme with the last couple, like, syllables of words. So I ended up with decoms and Sauve Blanc. I don't really like Sauve Blanc. Um, I'm drinking it now. I'm much more of a red wine or rosé person, but for the sake of the podcast, I have to be authentic, um, so I'm drinking canned Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, we're really excited about it. So that's the history. That's the background to the podcast, um, and before we dive in, wanted to give you some info on kind of what to expect and the general structure I'm going to try to follow. So the plan is to record a little sentence or two about what I remember the movies being about. So for those that came out in the 90s, I was a little bit younger. Um, I may have watched them right away. I may have not. So we'll start each episode uh, giving you what I remember the movie being about before the rewatch and a two-sentence summary after I watched the movie. Um, We'll also give you like a more detailed summary to refresh your memory. 
some highs and lows, the reviews, Rotten Tomatoes, um, how did this hold up in 2021? We'll do a breakdown of the cast, uh, where are they now, as a little shout out to my friend Allison. And then, given that most of these are happening 20 plus years ago, is there anything that we would change to fit the times? So that's what to expect. I was going back and forth on if I record one episode per movie starting in chronological order of when they were released, um, which means that the first episode should be about under wraps, great movie. However, I ultimately decided that I'm just going to go in the order that I find um, most appealing, and we're going to start with The Luck of the Irish. Um, Hopefully, if you're listening to this, it's around St. Patrick's Day. Um, If I've been able to record and edit and release this to my small group of friends in time, um, really excited. The Luck of the Irish is like definitely in my top five decoms. Uh, I watch it every year. I've frequently skipped things like class and uh, going out in college to stay home and just like have a Guinness and watch this movie. So very excited. Ooh, maybe I should swap my wine for a Guinness. We'll circle back to that um, during the movie watch. So for now, sit back. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we'll see how this goes. Again, it's not serious. I don't even know how to use GarageBand. Um, so please stay with me. And uh, here's the luck of the Irish. Okay, so what do I remember the luck of the Irish being about? This one, like I mentioned, is one of my favorites. So the plot comes to me very easily. Kyle is a high school basketball player. Um, he's supposed to be a jock, but it's also really weird to think about 15-year-olds being cool. Um, Anyway, Kyle is the cool guy. He's always lucky. He has this lucky coin. He has a mom who's kind of weird and a dad who's like pretty normal from Cleveland. And at one point, he bumps into this sketchy guy. He loses his lucky coin. It's replaced by a fake one. And then all of a sudden, his luck changes. Um, he spills things on his shirt. He drops his papers, I think, in the school hallway. Uh, I'm pretty sure he misses a shot in basketball and gets like a car to splash a puddle on him. Um, quintessential bad things happening. He also starts to shrink. His hair starts to get red and his ears start to point. At one point he comes home and his mom is like super, super into her Irish heritage. Um, She's making Irish dishes in the kitchen, which she had never done before. She's talking about her dad. Um, She also starts to drastically shrink down and becomes a leprechaun. And then it turns out that actually their family, at least on the mom's side, is a family of leprechauns. Um, the, um, (laughs) the grandpa runs a potato chip factory, um, which I will probably be discussing (laughs) in great detail later on. Um, so they team up with the grandpa who they haven't really been in touch with over the years and they fight these bad guys to get his coin back. Um, all in all, riveting movie. Um, And I just remember an iconic scene, which is how the movie ends, and it's the Heritage Day Festival at their school. Kyle didn't think he had a heritage, but he does. And then he Irish step dances, and then they sing This Land is Your Land, which is 
so, so out of place, um, but truly, truly iconic. Um, flipping over to the two-sentence summary, um, according to Wikipedia, it says, a 15-year-old basketball player, Kyle Johnson, is depending on a gold charm for luck. He needs to get it back to break a spell controlled by an evil leprechaun named Shaw... Named, what is it? Oh, God, this is embarrassing because I don't know how to pronounce um, traditional Irish names. It's not Seamus, but anyway, from the evil leprechaun. Um, I'll learn how to pronounce it when I finish watching the movie. So there we go. All right, ladies and gents, I just finished watching The Luck of the Irish. Um very excited to report back with my full summary. So the movie starts in like a really dark cinematic way. Um, it's Heritage Day, spoiler alert, and Kyle is having this nightmare um, where he thinks that he's the only person without a heritage. And the way that the movie is filmed and edited, they're cutting from like face to face to face of person in the audience at Heritage Day. And they're all deadpan, staring straight at the screen. And it's super creepy. Um, Kyle wakes up from his nap. Um, and in the first couple of minutes, there are a bunch of conversations um, about Kyle's heritage. His parents are acting really suspicious about the whole thing. Um, and they're also really setting the scene in the first couple of minutes about Kyle's like general good luck um he's finding money on the floor he's you know getting hit on by the cute girls he guesses all the right answers to his tests etc so after he comes obsessed with this heritage as a result of this dream and the announcement for heritage day Kyle and his best friend Russell see a bus bench with an image that looks exactly like his lucky coin and so Kyle's like oh maybe this like means that I'm Irish. Let's go to this Irish festival, uh, see what we can find. And that's where we meet without knowing it at the time, uh, Kyle's grandpa, AKA his granddad and Seamus, um, the evil leprechaun. It's also where Kyle's lucky coin is swapped. Um, and the bad luck begins there. So the first day of the bad luck, Kyle's mom starts to turn more, and more into this like quote-unquote stereotypical Irish um, woman. She also turns more and more into like a caricature version of the main girl from Brave, um, that animated movie from a couple years ago. On the second day of bad luck, um, Kyle's mom is like full leprechaun, one foot tall. Kyle's shrinking, his ears are growing, etc. And then it's revealed that they're Irish and Kyle's coin is the entire reason that the clan O'Reilly is able to pass as normal humans. So they want to try to find answers. They want to get some help. So they go to the potato factory, potato chip factory, to see uh, his mom's dad, aka Kyle's grandpa O'Reilly. Also, the potato chip company is called Emerald Isle, and all of the employees have suspicious Irish accents, even though it's somewhere in the United States. Very suspicious. Um, so they have this epic chase scene in the potato chip factory. Um, a great conversation between grandson and granddad for the first time. Um, and what it all comes down to is they realize that Seamus is behind the stolen coin and the lost luck. Um, they go to find him. There's a wild chase scene. They find his RV and a pot. It's like has 
a pot of gold inside of it, so therefore they find it at the end of a rainbow. How fitting. Anyway, there's a confrontation, and before Kyle can fully get his luck and his grandpa back, um, who is kidnapped during the confrontation, uh, Kyle has to beat Seamus in sports, which, as it turns out, is actually a collection of Irish games that was played 3,000 years prior. Is it necessary for the plot? Does it just add in a couple of minutes of, you know, movie? Eh, it could be debated. However, really great historical lesson lesson about games that were played in Ireland 3,000 years ago. Um, there's a lot of back and forth athletic competitions, which ultimately results in Seamus's defeat and in my personal opinion, the ultimate punishment, which is that he is to live forever in Ohio. So that's the luck of the Irish. Um, when we look at the reviews, the movie has a 53% score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which I normally would have been shocked by. Um, but after watching it and taking detailed notes for the first time ever, I can understand. Um, let's hit on the highs and lows. So, highlights. The movie was, was released in 2001, and with that in mind, they actually did a really great job of casting a racially diverse group of kids. Um, they all look 12, and I think they're supposed to be 15 and in high school, but they also mentioned junior high. It, that part's kind of confusing, but they cast a really diverse group of kids, and they actually talk about a lot of important topics. Um throughout the movie, especially around Heritage Day. Really, really great quotes. Bonnie, the um, female best friend or female friend of Kyle who goes on this adventure with him and is the head of the Heritage Day committee, she has a lot of great lines. One of them is, America is a nation of immigrants, Kyle. Wow. Did Lin-Manuel Miranda just rip off that line for Hamilton? Really? Way to go, Bonnie. Um, she also has a line that was like, she and Kyle are at the basketball court. He hasn't been able to make any shots. It's like in the, you know, peak of when his bad luck is happening. Bonnie rolls up. She's like, gives him a hard time and then drains a jump shot. And she looks at him and goes, that wasn't luck. It was practice. You know, hard work. Ugh, Bonnie, go in. Um, what else is a highlight from this movie? Well, it was 2001, and so in the school they have those rainbow-colored Mac, like, desktop computers. We did not have those in my school. We were a PC school, and we're like a Windows PC school, and I'm really upset about it. Those Mac colorful desktop computers are everything. Um, another highlight is that um, when Kyle's hair starts to turn orange, Russell looks at him and he goes, whoa, look at that hair. My dad won't let me dye mine. He has this thing about Dennis Rodman. Oh, it's like a joke that I didn't get when I was a kid. But obviously now you're like, mm, that's good writing. That's good writing. Um... <laughs> Another highlight comes at the end of the movie. Um, this is a deep cut. During this final basketball game against Seamus, Kyle has this conversation with his grandpa, and he realizes, and he says to himself, the luck is inside me. The luck of the Irish. 
it's iconic. And obviously, he goes on to win the game, which results in Seamus being extradited to live in Lake Erie, I guess. Um, So he's off to Ohio. And then we cut to Heritage Day, the real one. And the iconic, iconic scene that I've held on to for 20 years, this land is your land. And they're just singing it. And it's Kyle and Monty. They start singing together on stage. And one by one, everyone starts to stand up and sing along. And somehow they all know the second verse. I don't know the words to the second verse of this land is your land, but it's just so beautiful. That's how the movie ends, on the highest of high notes. Um, on the flip side, obviously, there's some lowlights because it was a Disney Channel movie in the year 2001. Um, in general, the acting of the two parents in this movie is horrific. At first, I think it's supposed to be intentional, um, but I can't tell, which is concerning. And in the first couple of scenes, you get the vibes of, like, Get Out, where the parents are acting like really creepily strange um but the first few scenes also scream like MAGA for these parents they just go on and on about how they're Americans that's the only heritage that matters America's the greatest immigrants are nothing it's like mm, not great um they also talk about the reason that they never shared the Irish heritage with Kyle is because they were protecting him from the way things were when the Irish first came to America. Which is certainly a, a choice. Um, but then instead of like flipping it and being like, actually, we're really proud to be Irish, which they get to eventually, um, they make this traditional Irish food and they make it look unappetizing. And there's like a line from Bonnie that's like, I don't want to perpetuate a stereotype, but I heard the Irish are a little hot-headed. So there are definitely stereotypes that are played into in this movie. Every so often, Kyle is doing Irish step dancing in an uncontrollable way. Um, Obviously, his grandpa owns a potato chip factory. There's a scene in which the grandpa starts playing the flute, and he says he's Irish. So in stressful times, that's what he does to manifest despair. Um... Again, good line. Kind of stereotypical. Um, I <laughs> I also had just an open question um, about a comment that is made. So in the movie, they say that Kyle, obviously, his dad has changed his name, which they don't really get into, um, but his mom has to leave her family and run away because she marries Kyle's dad, who's not a leprechaun. And it's so shameful. You know, the, that side of the family hates her. And they don't stay in touch with them, obviously. They had to leave Cleveland because of, because of it, because they needed to protect themselves. Um, but when push comes to shove and they need to get in touch with the grandpa for help and track him down, they live within driving distance of the potato chip factory so that doesn't really add up um the two final like lowlights that i really want to call out here one um 
Kyle, you know, has challenged Seamus to sports, just generic sports, to get his coin back and his grandpa back. Um, But when they tie, Kyle wants redemption. So they have this all or nothing basketball rematch. And Kyle says that if he wins, he gets everything back. But if he loses, he'll be Seamus' slave forever. Um, not a great look in 2021 to, you know, be discussing slavery so loosely. Probably also not a good look in 2001, if we're being honest. And then from a nitpick perspective, um, there are a decent number of inconsistencies with the basketball scoreboard, um, both time left on the clock, how long like plays are taking and how much time is coming off the clock it's a nitpick but it's like a personal low light um so that's the highs that's the lows looking back what would I change um you know there's a couple small things not too many but one is that there's a conversation early on in the movie between Kyle and his dad. Um, Kyle goes, where are we from? And his dad goes, we moved here from Cleveland. Kyle goes, I mean, what's our heritage? And his mom goes, we're Americans, Kyle. That's all the heritage we need. Mm-hmm. MAGA. Um, it's also probably not great that they're calling Native Americans Indians. Um, Kyle also thought his lucky coin was Chinese. Again, you clearly have access to the internet on your colorful Mac desktop computer at school. Like, why didn't you ever look this up? Um, There is a quote at the end of the movie where his grandpa says, aren't we so lucky to be living in a country where anything is possible? Sure. Yeah. People probably still feel this way about America when they're not watching the news and seeing children in cages at the border. Sure. Um, but I don't think a lot of people uh, would have agreed to the statement, especially people who threatened to move to Canada in November of 2016. Uh, so a lot of things in this movie that are like, maybe not PC nowadays, but what I would not change, the women's fashion. The jeans in this movie, there's like a couple scenes with large crowds and the moms and like teenage girls are all wearing what we would call mom jeans. Um, but they now retail for like $80 at Zara. So I think it's that's great. We've come back around full circle. Okay. Um, a couple last notes here that I want to make. One, as discussed in the opening monologue about this um, movie, I'm just really proud of myself for remembering the key moments of the bad luck montage. Kyle was splashed by a puddle. He spilled his lunch all over himself. The water fountain made it look like he peed his pants. He couldn't make any free throws at practice. So personally, real proud of myself. Second thing to just call out randomly. Again, I was consuming an alcoholic beverage while I was watching this, and therefore I got hungry. Um, And it just made me really want to eat a big bowl of Lucky Charms. So that's something I now need to add to my grocery list. And then 
the last question that I have is a logistical one, I guess, a process one. I don't really know. But when the bad luck starts, when the coin is swapped out, his mom shrinks down overnight. Like on day one, she starts to like wear her hair more curly and like outwardly and she starts to make the Irish food and talk in an accent but on day two she's like literally one foot tall why does she shrink down overnight whereas Kyle slowly starts to drop a few inches his hair slowly turns more orange his ears slowly start to point his grandpa like maybe changes height but maybe not um and then once his grandpa finds out that the luck is gone, all of a sudden he has a full beard that's grown out in a matter of minutes. Um, again, open questions. So the last thing that I want to touch on is the where are they now segment. So the kid who plays Kyle um, in this movie, his name is Ryan Merriman. He's currently 37. So he was probably 16 or 17 when this movie was filmed great, cool. Um, The most important thing to call out here is that he also is the main kid in Smart House, which came out three years prior. So that is amazing. This kid had a really great, um, a really great career. We also have the grandpa, um, Riley O'Reilly, his name, the actor's name was Henry Gibson, um, who passed away actually, unfortunately, in 2009, um, in his 70s. But his career started when he was seven years old, according to his Wikipedia. Um, he's in so many movies and so many TV shows. Like the 70s, 80s, and 90s were just like crazy for him. Um, and I'm really really happy to see that. Um, the other characters, mm, no one really stands out. I don't really know where they are now. Um, I thought the dad might be in things that I recognized because he looked a little familiar, Kyle's dad, but I think he's just like a character actor that made appearances in a lot of different random shows. Um, So nothing special there, unfortunately. So yes, thank you everyone for putting up with me, for listening this long. Um, That was fun. I still don't really like talking to myself um, alone in my apartment, but it's much more exciting to be talking about Disney Channel movies than, I don't know, my other areas of interest. So Thank you again for listening. Um, This has been DCOMS and Sauve Blanc. I'm going to think of a catchy closing line before the next episode is recorded. So uh, that will be something to prepare for next time. Um, But for now, thank you again. And we'll catch you later. (laughs) 